Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, happy Monday. Gur Mondays for everybody. Hashtag Gur Mondays. If you're in here, you're watching the podcast. What's going on? And um, yeah, so uh, this past weekend, which um, has been quite interesting, uh, but this past weekend, uh, I dropped a couple of videos. Uh, one of them was actually referring to this bad boy right here, the Nexus 7 2013. Um, did a video on it. And I got an interesting comment, and uh, that comment was, "If I uh, if I intend to do custom ROM videos again, it has been a cool minute since. Sorry, I'm like organizing the desk here, <laughs> but it has been a cool minute since I ever done a video about a custom ROM. Much less most of my devices I haven't tampered with. I haven't done anything of that nature." uh to to any other the current devices that i have so i don't know if i'm going i'm going to um i was taking a look at my pixel 2 xl to see if the bootloader was unlocked and unfortunately it's not so more than likely it is a verizon variant um because that would be the absolute one that i would want to um do any uh like, like any custom rom flashes on it and put it on um on android 12 when that becomes available i apologize that my wi-fi is just acting so so bad and if i was to switch it out it would probably uh kill off so hang on here but yeah absolutely love using the um hey what's up oscar what's going on let me know if the stream is choppy because i see it on my end like the the signal just keeps going very low and then high and low and high. So let me know if it's like freezing and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if I want to switch it off to uh, the AT&T hotspot. I should have, uh, I should have tested that out. I'm good. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. If it freezes, I apologize if it does. Um, but anyways, yeah, my Pixel 2 XL, which I have right here, this would be the one that I definitely would want to um, do any type of a customization to it as far as, like, you know, installing a custom ROM. Only because I really, really, really like this phone. And if I can bring it up to Android 12 and Android 13, I definitely would. Uh, but the bootloader is locked, so i got to do a little bit more research on that, on uh, how to bypass it. Maybe um, I would have to bump the recovery on there because really that's what you need the bootloader unlocked for is to get the custom recovery on there. The stock recovery won't let you flash any customized zips. You would have to like rename the, the zip package as, as update.zip. But then again, when it goes to verification, it's going to fail. So um, that's, that's the point of why custom, custom recoveries are just so much uh, better to work with. Uh, one of the most popular ones was, uh, I mean, is uh, twerp recovery. A TWRP is uh, the name of it. We just call it Twerp. Um, they've been around for a long time. But there were some other duly noted custom ro custom recoveries that uh, I remember using. Um, uh, Amen Raw is one that's actually, you know, I really enjoyed using that. But you found most of those builds for like, for, you know, for HTC. Uh, but yeah, uh, Amen Raw's uh, custom recovery was actually really good. Um, there was another one. I totally forgot the name of it. Uh, this one was mostly was mostly used before uh, before TWRP, you know, was really really hitting the scene. And um, but nonetheless, 
nonetheless, um, this live stream is just to uh, give recognition to all the developers out there. I do have a video that's going to drop here once uh, once the live stream is over, um, and 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 go you know more in depth. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna release that video later on this afternoon. Um, but yeah, this live stream is really just really to kind of recognize all the developers out there who who build who builds these custom ROMs for us to use. I mean, I don't think they get enough recognition. I really don't. Um, so my Nexus 7 2013, obviously, like I showed people, it is on uh, it is on Android 10. That's not the last operating system update that it was left at. It was left at Marshmallow uh, 6.0.1 was the last one. However, um, I was able to, you know, fiddle around with it and get it on uh, Android 10. And so now it is on Android 10. Um, the ROM that I'm using is Pixel Experience. So uh, obviously this, this uh, development group was uh, probably about a good four or five years old, the group is. Um, well, there my tablet goes wirelessly charging. I forgot. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So the time that it takes for developers to put these custom ROMs together for a lot of us, especially those people with very underpowered Android devices, uh, to be able to build them a custom version of Android specifically for their phone and allowing their phone to actually perform at a higher rate than what it normally would uh, being released directly stock from the manufacturer. That was the whole purpose of custom ROMs. I mean... Yeah, they 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 added little in implementations here and there to uh, customize your your feel of Android. You know, just really messing with the the user interface. Um, let's see, how do I get? I'm not too sure, dude. I don't get. I don't give out advices when it comes to finances and stuff like that. <laughs> um, just look it up online, dude. Seriously, just check online. And uh, you may find the answer to that. I mean, yeah. I'll be straight with you guys. I've been shadow banned for talking politics on here. I won't do it anymore. For the longest time from January, February, throughout March. Yeah. Uh, only recently has I been has my channel been popping up for, for new people to find only because... Um, yeah, basically, it's just been sticking to tech. So, anyways, going back to back to custom ROMs and stuff like that. Really, that that's what custom ROMs was for. I mean, you you could, you know, definitely, uh, you know, do some damage with custom ROMs. <laughs> you really could. Um, porting over features from you know another device that was one big, uh, big major thing. That um... oh, how can you get your member back? Oh, just hit join. That's all you gotta do. So like right down below where it says join, just click it. Um, and you should be able to, to sign it back in. But yeah, uh, I didn't know what you meant because you, you put uh, remember. I guess that, that was a typo. My bad, dude. Um, but, it, you know, those days was actually probably my funnest times here on YouTube and probably my my best times with uh, with, with Android smartphones. Um, since being asked if I'm going to do custom ROM reviews again, uh, really just like opened up a floodgate of memories and those nostalgic feelings of like how superly excited I was when I 
was able to flash a specific ROM onto a phone and then see how it performed and see all the goodness out of it uh, was, it was a really good feeling. It, it really was. I mean, um, I can even go back as far as the HTC Evo V4G on Virgin Mobile, which was the, the Evo 3D on Sprint uh, with that phone and being able to, and I was lucky enough to do it. Uh, I don't have any of the files anymore. So if anyone comes across this and they're like, oh, do you still have the files? The files are gone. I had them on Google Drive, but on an older Google account that I since deleted and never recovered and saved those files. So, uh, but I remember uh, flashing Cyanogen on it and then uh, installing a custom kernel. So uh, the Anthrax kernel was installed on my on my uh, Evo 3D, uh, and it was uh, double toasted. So it was it was super fast for what the uh, Evo 3D was supposed to normally handle. Um, it was buttery fast i mean compared to today's standards probably not but it was buttery fast <laughs> for what we had back then and uh and it was insanely just crazy just you know going through it i remember just making like countless videos on it uh on an older channel that i no longer have and uh showing people you know and i, and I remember i got so much hate too I got so much hate because I didn't uh, I didn't hand out the Anthrax kernel because the developer made it clear that those people that got access to the Anthrax kernel, they weren't just, you know, to hand it out or whatever, whatnot. And like so many people were trying to get a hold of it and just having to tell those people like, nah, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't have it anymore or whatever. And they would just get so butthurt and angry. I would just get flamed so bad uh, just for not just for not handing just for not handing it out. Um you know, very tough spot, tough, you know, tough situation back then. But, you know, and then, and then people were already kind of grouping themselves to different, uh, to, to different brands. I mean, these developer groups, um, they actually worked to, to, you know, together, believe it or not, that that's the whole existence of Pac-Man ROM. That's why Pac-Man ROM was in existence. It was because Paranoid Android, AOKP and uh, Cyanogen Mod, they collaborated you know, um, every so often with the next uh, iteration of Android and brought uh, their own spin. So you would get all like, you know, the, the, the top recognized features of Paranoid Android. You get all the top recognized features of AOKP and you would get all the top recognized features of CyanogenMod and it was all in one ROM. But I mean, you, you had stuff like that. You had JellyBam. JellyBam was, was an awesome AOSP uh, custom ROM. It really was. And uh, don't mind my kids. Uh, they, they had half day, so they're home early and they're, they're energetic. They're wild. You will hear them scream. Oh, well, if it bugs you, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but um, really just kind of seeing the distance on that, on, on what they would do. And then you also had like, you know, just regular, you know, non-grouped developers who were doing stuff like they were working with uh touch based roms um they were working you know with with sense based roms i mean you you had like a you know like a dedicated uh developer who would really mess around with htc sense and really just kind of implement um some things that people wished htc phones had as far as feature wise or setting wise what's up blaze what's going on uh, and, 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 and kind of make that into reality. That, that was the whole beauty of custom ROMs was just like anything was possible, uh, within that realm. And all you really had to do was get over one hurdle. There was only one major hurdle that anybody had to get over. And when it got over on that, they were able to just the, like the gates of heaven just opened and they were in 
in the realm of customization with their Android smartphones. And that one hurdle was rooting and installing custom recovery. That was it. I mean, rooting really wasn't the, the major thing. I mean, you did want to do that if you wanted to have like, you know, full control over your Android phone, AKA super user permissions, but getting the custom recovery onto your phone, that was the biggest hurdle. Uh, because back then most OEMs didn't, did they, 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 they did not lock the bootloader back then. Um, it wasn't until I would say about maybe like 2015, 2016 is when we started seeing more locked bootloaders, which made it pretty hard to put a custom recovery on it. And I know this because I had the LG vault on boost mobile and that the bootloader on that phone was locked. Luckily, there was a lot of good develop, you know, developers that were really, really, really smart and figured a way to bump Torp Recovery on there without having to go this whole extra step. Because there was a way to actually get the bootloader unlocked, but it was it was crazy as hell because you had to flash a specific file that took off the LAF file, and then basically the bootloader was accessible, then you can OEM unlock the phone. And then after that, but if you wanted to get the phone booted back on, then you had to go and get the LAF file and put it back on excuse me, put it back on. It was just a lot of work. So getting it bumped on there, which a bump means that it actually bypassed all that and just got the recovery on there, um, allowed me to flash, you know, multiple ROMs on the LG Vault. But of course the LG Vault um, is flash burned because <laughs> I am a flashaholic. And, and, you know, once once you get through those gates and you're in, and you're in the custom ROM heaven, it's, it's like, you know, being in a store with unlimited amount of cash and just being able to grab anything off the shelf and, and buy it. And so since there's a lot of developers that were building custom ROMs, you know, putting their own spin, their own tweak on it, it was like, oh, I want this one, but then I want this one, and I want that one, I want that one, and that one, and that one. And pretty soon my SD card was like maybe like 10, like 10 gigs filled of custom ROMs. And then I would use one, I'm using it, I'm using it, I'm using it, and I'm like, wait, but this other ROM has a feature, and then I would go in the recovery and flash the other ROM on, and it didn't have to reset up the phone or everything like that. Cause you know, me personally, my rule of thumb is I didn't care if you could dirty flash a ROM on just so that way you didn't have to re-sign into everything and, 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 and lose a lot of data that you've downloaded on your phone. I always did a clean install. So I always wiped, um, you know, it, it became helpful when Google started to allow you to save your logins. So you can just sign into your Google account. Then when you like tap Facebook and then it pops up, you know, your, your email and then a bunch of dots and you know implicating that that's the password for facebook you would just tap that it would autofill and just hit sign in so um yeah it's just uh th those are fun having having the ability to flash custom roms on your smartphone was fun being you know going through the whole steps i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who um, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not poking fun at anybody. I'm not making fun of anybody, but I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure there's people out there who like wanted to keep their device up to date, went on XDA's website, read up a bunch of things about custom ROMing and stuff like that, decided to fiddle with their phone, was able to, uh, install a custom recovery and then flash root onto their, onto their Android phone. What's up, Bobby, what's going on? And then after doing all that and then, you know, installing a custom ROM, you know, they felt like they were MacGyver, like they were just like super super um you know like intelligent and, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's a good feeling to have you know you literally um you literally just modified your android phone without having to go to school to to deal with all this stuff um hang on so um 
Yeah, I mean, it was a great feeling doing those types of things. It was a great feeling, you know, being able to to modify your device. And and, and even a, a, a bigger feeling that was good was that, you know, when you had like a three or four year old phone with the latest version of Android, with the latest features that everyone is is gabbing about and, and being able to say, yeah, I got a, you know, I got a four year old Android device that pretty much is doing what you're doing. Oh, wait, wait, how'd you do that? Oh, yeah. Custom ROM. And, you know, and custom ROMs even went so further beyond with the customization because you can even put your own splash screen, you know, in, 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 in the launch of your phone. So if you like, you know, flashed your, you know, your splash screen to like a different thing, say you created your own, say, say you already mess around with, with the photo editor and stuff like that, and you built your own custom splash screen. Um, and you, you, you flash that onto your, your phone. When you put your phone on, instead of it saying, you know, Google or Android or Samsung or HTC or any of those logos, and it just popped up with your own personal one. And people just kind of look at your phone and look at you and just be like, what kind of phone is that? And how'd you do that? You know, I can't tell you guys how many times, like, you know, back in, uh, in, in 2011, uh, 2010, um, when I would take the train and I would turn my phone on while at the train and somebody would actually just be like looking at my phone. They would see it. They would see my custom animation boot up and everything. And they would tap me on the shoulder and be like, yo, how'd you do that to your phone? Or what phone is that? Where'd you get it? Uh, what carriage you get it on? And how can I find a phone like that? And I would literally have to explain to them, like I modded my own phone. So you're going to have to learn to do that. And then I would hand out website links for them to go check out for their phone, you know, mostly pushing them towards XDA because that was like a central hub for custom ROMs and things like that and just send them that way and just tell them all the cool things that they can do. And like one, one of the most biggest things that I got from people that would talk to me about it and they'd be like, so I could do anything with my, with my phone. Like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you can. And be like, Oh yeah, man, I want to get rid of all these apps, man. These apps, I don't freaking use them. I'll be like, yeah, you can remove bloatware. As a matter of fact, custom ROMs came with zero bloatware. I mean, the only thing you would really count that constitutes bloatware to an extent is, is Google services apps, which if you installed an AOSP ROM on your device, you would have to either flash G apps um, to kind of correlate with that. Otherwise, um, if you just flash the custom ROM itself, you would have like no Play Store, no sign in for Google account, no Gmail, none of that stuff. So you had to flash G apps with, um, with like, you know, um, OEM based ROMs, I like to call them, which is basically like like TouchWiz based ROMs or Sense UI or you know uh, Moto Blur. If you guys remember Moto Blur, does anyone remember Moto Blur? Does anybody at all? Before Motorola decided to go near stock Android, <laughs> you guys remember Moto Blur? Whew, man, was that was that ever a cluster fail? But um, yeah. Well, even with those, with those ones, you didn't have to flash G apps because the developer usually included like all the, you know, the Google eccentric applications on there. Um, so there was never a need to, to have to do that. But with AOSP ROMs, there was because some people wanted just the bare minimum. Right. So even if like if you were to go on Google right now, Google search uh, G apps. Right. And you would find the hub for different types of G apps zip files. You would see there's different ones. There's one that's called nano. There's one that's called Pico. There's one that's there's, there's a lot of different ones and the, the file sizes are different in size. But the reason why that is, is because there's ones that just basically have like the, like the Google account login and play store. And that's all it has. And then there's other ones that have the, you know, those two apps plus Chrome browser plus Gmail. And then the list goes on. There's, and then there's like, the full G apps, which has every bit of Google service apps installed uh, well, on the zip file to install when you flash it as system files. Um, so you can really choose the level of bloatware from Google uh, with a custom ROM. That was like, that was one of the amazing things about it that I, you know, I liked. 
Um, generally, outside of that, you know, there was just uh, so much going on with it. And and one of the things that I do want to bring attention to is the developers. Again, um, the developers, you know, they 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 could have done some things. I mean, yeah, you know, people will probably argue with them if they ever attempted to do it and say, yeah, you know, what, Android is open source. Um, you're not supposed to sell Android. But they could have. They, they could have locked down a lot of these custom ROMs and, you know, made you subscribe um, to, like, their web page to get access to these files and everything like that. And that would be totally different because, you know, technically you couldn't say they're charging for the custom ROMs because they're not putting them listed for sale. They're put on a server that's, you know, has a link onto a website that they have that you have to subscribe to to have access to read those things. So you're actually paying for a connection to the website to read and therefore you find their link that has a folder on Google drive or on um, whatever um, um, cloud hosting server that they're using and be able to download the files from them for free. They never did that. A lot of developers like I, I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? They could have easily done this and made money off of this, but they never did. They have a PayPal donation button on their thread for their ROM that they built, but that's about as far as they go. They'll accept donations. They're not demanding donations. They're asking for donations. That's entirely up to you if you want to donate, but the ROM file is still free for you to download. And that's, you know, to me, I really want to thank them for not ever being greedy and going that route. Um, But see, this is one of the things that we can say, those who are Android enthusiasts that, you know, iPhone users, no matter how much they want to huff and puff that the iPhone supposedly better than Android can never, never do. They can never say they can customize an iPhone on that level. That level belongs to team Android and team Android alone. And iOS will never get to that point. The most that they can do is jailbreak, jailbreak an iPhone and add custom things to it. But they can never take iOS and completely build a version from scratch up to to you know to to run on their iPhone. They wouldn't because iOS is proprietary software that belongs to Apple and Apple keeps it locked. So you don't get source code files for iOS to really kind of fiddle with it and do what you want with it. The best you get is just to break the security hold on it, which is called a jailbreak. On Android side, you can go way beyond anything, whatever your imagination is. If you're smart enough to do it, you can do it. If you don't know how to build a custom ROM, you still can learn how to do it, and then you can implement things yourself. And if you build a pretty badass custom ROM, there's going to be a lot of people who's going to want to try it out, flash it onto their phone, and maybe even daily drive it for months. That was one of the other biggest things about it was like, I never had the same custom ROM on the phone for a long time. I daily drove a lot of different ones because I wanted to see where the developer's vision was for Android, that was the biggest thing about it was just seeing what, what their perception was. And you felt that and seeing that in their version of their custom ROM. And that was amazing. You know, you seen people take what like Cyanogen Mod did and completely modify it with their own standards to it, but just, you know, gave recognition that it was Cyanogen Mod. So it would still be called CM, whatever the number correlates with it for the version of Android that's currently available. And uh, but they would tell you that the un, you know they would put unofficial. Unofficial meant that somebody else uh, worked on that and brought it to that device. Because sometimes the Android mod would only really pay attention to like the name, the the the, the heavy names in in Android. And sometimes you know like for instance uh, they'll they'll do a custom ROM for like the HTC um, you know M7, right? And of course that was the flagship phone. Um, 
But what about the Desire 601? I mean, it's not too far off other than, you know, the different processing chip and stuff like that. And so you would have developers kind of go in there and take Cyanogen mod that was for the HTC M7 and port it over to the Desire 601 and tell you it's an unofficial build because it's not officially built by Cyanogen. It's built by a developer at home. And then go in there and 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 flash it on your Desire 601, which was a budget you know phone for Virgin Mobile, and enjoy the goodness of Cyanogen mod on your on your phone. Let's see, uh, Bob says I'm planning to buy a house in Arizona soon and quit my teaching job and get a new one in Arizona. Well, when you come to Arizona, man, welcome to Arizona. It's hot. <laughs> it's already warming up here. Um, we got Oscar saying, Tito, are you going to get the Stylo 7? I remember one of your videos, you had a Stylo or you were running. Uh, well, didn't really break the screen. I scratched it up. That was a Stylo 4. The Stylo 4, I was running, and yeah, the phone just was, it was slick. I was running, and it just flew on the crosswalk of, the, of a major street, by the way. Luckily, a car didn't run over it. But yeah, it got scuffed up pretty bad. Um, I don't even know what happened to that phone. I think that phone... I gave it to my son and he like ultimately smashed the screen, you know, cause kids, they're not all that good with it. Let's see. Yeah. LG is not making any phones anymore. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of wish that they would, that they would end it, you know, with like, well, like, you know, one last, you know, LG G series release and one last stylo series release. That would be a great way to kind of close off their mobile division. Give us one last hurrah. I would have loved that. I think for tomorrow's live stream, I'm going to find that box that has all my old phones on it and just kind of run through all of them again. A nostalgic thing. Um, I know I still have the sharp Aquas crystal. It is rooted and that's about it. It's rooted. There was no custom ROMs built for the Aquas crystal. That was kind of sad. I mean, there was one, and the developer lived somewhere in the Middle East. I don't remember because I seen the the thread, and um, that person was actually selling it. That that's probably one developer I was really pissed off about um, because the Sharp Aquas Crystal was a near bezelless display. You had a bottom chin that housed the selfie cam and all that stuff, and that was about it. Um, so we, after months and months and months of trying to figure it out, we finally found a way to get in there and to um, root and install a custom recovery. Uh, for the Sharp Aquas Crystal that was released on Boost Mobile. But then there was a, a developer, uh, I want to say he was in Egypt. But I could be wrong because uh, it was so long ago that I chatted with the person. I actually got into a full-blown argument on Hangouts with that person because I thought it was really, really ridiculous. Um, he had built, uh, well, he had taken Cyanogen Mod and then built a version of it for the Sharp Aquas Crystal. And he was selling it. And I was like, why are you going to sell this? You know what I mean? Like there's so many people with the Aquas crystal that want to have the latest version of Android on it. And at that time, I believe it was KitKat and uh, it was KitKat that was out. The Aquas crystal, I believe was still on ice cream sandwich. And I, I just got into a full blown argument. Like, cause the dude wanted 400 bucks for it. He wanted $400 for it. And it was just like, pfft, like get out of here, you know? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was, it, you know, that, I mean, that was one of the times I was like very, very, uh, very upset um, with those, uh, with a developer. But other than that, majority of the developers have been really, really cool about it. Um, yeah. 
So anyways, guys, uh, this live stream is not going to be too long. I'm about to end it right here. Uh, the video will drop in a little while, so pay attention to notifications. Uh, I have a, a, another video that kind of correlates with this live stream, and it just talks about custom ROMs and stuff like that and uh, just my deep thoughts about it. Uh, so be, be on the lookout for that. I'll set it as a premiere so you guys will get a notification when it's up. But I do want to thank everyone that came in and hung out with me today. I'm sorry. It's not an hour long. Uh, but yet I still appreciate you guys for being here for blaze Oscar, Bobby. Thanks for popping in and chatting with me, making the, you know, engaging, uh, in the live stream and, uh, Google listening to your conversations. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I do have Google home. So probably listens. I don't really care. Um, again, shout out to the channel members for, for becoming a member of the channel. Um, Oscar, uh, hit me up on a DM if, if it works for you, but it, the button that says join down there should be your path to actually, um, to reinstating your membership. Um, if not, you can, I think on YouTube, you can look in settings and look in subscriptions and see if your subscription is there where you're subscribed as a channel member to me. And then it'll probably tell you to like renew your, your payment option or something like that. Yeah. That's all you got to do to really just kind of like get that fixed. If it's there. Um, I don't know. It's been a while since I looked on YouTube. Um, anyway, everyone else, if you guys caught the live stream and watched all the way till the end, hashtag flashing Android. So I know you guys made it all the way to the end of the video or live stream, podcast, whatever. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah, just a little bit of fun. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow will be like a nostalgic phone look. So I'm going to find all my old phones that I've had and just showcase them on the live stream and talk a little bit about each one and kind of tell you guys why I bought them in the first place. And then maybe I'll make, I might do some throwback videos on those phones just to kind of show people how they are today in 2021. Most of them are boost mobile, so I'm not going to activate them. I'm just going to run them on Wi-Fi. But anyways, I'm gabbing on too much. Take it easy. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Hashtag Gerd Mondays as well. And as always, peace. Law.